cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. Nope, we're already recording, Tom. It's too late. We we caught a solid two seconds of that air conditioner. I didn't turn off. I, I can still hear it going. No. There we go. Nope. I, now he turned it off. Corey has a slight one going. I have a slight one going? How yeah. is that? Like a half-chub air conditioner or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, what you're hearing is you're breathing into the mic, reverberating through my ears no, into my... No, I'm looking at your levels. Your level is a constant flutter at the bottom of the... When you're talking, <laughs> I'm looking at it too. <laughs> Can you see my levels? Yeah, and actually... Oh, sorry, I'm looking at Tom's. No, never mind. <laughs> I changed your name, so I was... I just saw the C for... Z... So... <laughs> Corey's name this week is Supreme totally Chancellor Corey, and Tom's AC off. Yeah, you didn't. So Corey's Corey's name for this week is Supreme Chancellor Corey, and Tom's name this week is Czar Thomas the Dirty. Yep. So I I saw the C in in Czar. I mean, you could you could spell it multiple ways, but I spelled the C Z A R way. And I saw the C and just assumed that was Corey. And I was like, Corey, um, that's you. Because there's there's a C there. I looked at the first letter. It was very thorough investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't that's argue that. with me when I know I'm right. <laughs> I know. I should know better, that's what Corey. People try, that's what people try and do all day. <laughs> I just shut them down all day. I know. <laughs> you would think that I would know better, Corey. Because mm. I, don't, I don't think that there's... I mean, I am... The Supreme Chancellor in your Supreme eyes. Supreme Chancellor. So. I will, no, I would honestly say I don't think there's a single time that I've challenged you on anything where I've actually been correct. I'm pretty sure. And we have the sound clip now. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's... Wait, are you, are you asking Corey if he's challenged? No. This is Tom fishing and he's failing. You need to, you need to pay attention, Tom. Oh, my narrating out loud. We got it. Yeah, we, we have a goddamn podcast here to do. And... I know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm reading my notes. I'm not, I'm trying to do like two, three things at the same time. I'm not I'm not on my A game yet. Well, I mean, get on your A game because uh, what's up, internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where three adventurers in their thirties talk about old, new, and sometimes surprisingly short cartoons. I'm Corey, the human. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got him! Ah! I, damn it! I didn't have a backup! Come on, wait, Tom! Wait, wait. Workshop! Uh, workshop it! Got one! I'm Tom Explosive Diarrhea. <laughs> damn! <laughs> that was the next thing on my Now you stole Keith's notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm just going to be Keith Princess Bubblegum Bernofsky. Whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, when the, when the explosive diarrhea is taken, you got to go with whatever you can get. You know, <laughs> being a princess isn't all that bad. Mm. Yeah. You can tell I, us about it, Keith. I, 
<laughs> you get to wear nice dresses. Mm. And I don't know. All the princes coming around trying to hit you up. Mm-hmm. I guess. You get a lot of attention. Or it's you ain't kinda, need no press. It's kind of it's like you're popular on social media. I don't know what that's like. Two snaps like, and but... a twist. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice. All right. This week we're talking about Adventure Time. Slumber Party Panic. The very first episode of Adventure Time. This is this this is my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. own it right up right up front. Um, Did you know it was a ten minute episode, eleven minute episode when you picked it? <laughs> um, I wasn't paying attention. What I did was actually I've seen some Adventure Time like randomly mm-hmm. years ago, and was like, this cartoon's crazy. It would be great for us to watch an episode and talk about it, and then I put it on i watched like a couple minutes into the first episode when i was like in between working my day job and um like two minutes in i was like oh yeah no we're watching this here you go guys this is actually i don't even think it was actually during my day job i think i texted that to you guys on a sunday i i watched like the first (laughs) couple minutes and i i was just like no we're we're definitely we're we're reviewing this episode this is fantastic did not realize it was 12 minutes but in my defense, um, they pack 22 minutes worth of content into 12 minutes. Well, they also use the words explosive diarrhea within the thir- first 30 seconds of the show. So yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, yeah. You got to start off with a bang. This is, yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> the, first, the first two minutes of the show, I was like, holy shit. What? Exactly. What what Mozart of cartoons came up with this thing? Because this is this is like uh, Mozart's probably well. Well, that that reminds me. I I I needed to ask you um, because I I had never watched Adventure Time. I I knew of Adventure Time. I knew it existed. It was a cartoon. I just didn't know what it was about or who it was for. Could you explain to me who this cartoon is for specifically? Like, what group? I would believe uh, that this was on probably Cartoon Network at some yeah. point. Yes, it was. Yes. Just based um, on content. It was, it was made for kids, but it definitely has a very strong uh, like teenager and adult uh, fanship. Mm, I was like gonna say it it's it's, it's made out. it's made for kids that are like sixteen, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe twelve, twelve to you know, twelve plus. It's definitely not made for young children. Um, it's yeah, not. That's... It's it's not. At least this episode, it's not like it's super vulgar. It just oh, it no. moves very quickly. There yeah. is random things like diarrhea um, and zombies and whatever. Like it's. It's definitely not appropriate. It's not going to benefit the development of a young mind. Yeah, I was going to say there's several jokes that I found funny, but I remember saying to myself, okay, this looks like a kid's cartoon and that like small kids could watch it, but when you actually hear what's being said and you, you know, see what's going on, I'm like, 
yeah, this really isn't for kids that I'm thinking of that age. You know, this, like mm. you said, it's meant for like 16 year old kids. That's the perfect way to describe it, I think. Cause yeah. it's, mm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, young adult, somewhere around there where it's. It's like, it, it's like, um, not totally one for one here, but like in the same realm of like Ren and Stimpy, where it's like, yeah, yeah that's a cartoon, I but like yeah. your six year old probably shouldn't watch Ren and Stimpy. Just saying. I just I don't think it's in the same bracket no, as that. No, like I'm Ren and Stimpy is that, like yeah. it's much worse. Yeah, like that was the wild west of cartoons. Like I'm surprised, yeah. like with everything else that was going on, that that was even allowed. Well, Ren and Stimpy was raunchy though. for the sake of raunchy. I did too, and that mm. it was great. Honestly, I was prior to picking this, I was looking at where to watch Ren and Stimpy episodes, but I was like, we're not there yet. I don't think we're here. <laughs> like we need to, we need to hone our craft a little bit more before yeah. we get to Ren and Stimpy. Right. Um, We're not touching Ren and Stimpy or the Ninja Turtles till we've got this down. Exactly. They were they were these breakout cartoons well, that were like the first of their particular craft or genre. Just just to future proof this, uh <laughs> we do intend to record the first canonical episode uh eventually <laughs> and then release all these ones that we've already recorded. So with you hearing that, if you've been listening since episode one, we would have already done the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Good point. We Whatever. just haven't actually done it yet. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see about it. Just a little bit of future proofing. So, let's get into this episode. <laughs> so, it literally starts off with, which, I love how there's no, like, like, the intro to this is just like a flyby um, like it's like the flyby helicopter view of a cartoon world that is obviously insane, um, with no explanation. And then princess bubblegum just adds three more drops of explosive diarrhea to her potion. Well, she's calling it a serum, but I wrote down potion. I don't know. That's it's, or would it be a potion? A potion. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a potion in your butthole if it's explosive diarrhea. I got my so, game now. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the point of this serum is to bring the dead candy people back to life. And it's it's like a what did she call it like a decorpsifying potion? Yes. Where like it would actually it wouldn't just give them life; it would bring them back to like full, actually like living non-zombie status, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, she reveals to Finn that she has Mister Cream Puff, who is definitely fucking dead, on a silver platter. Uh, she said she used to date him, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and then she injects him with this stuff. And he comes back as a fucking little cream puff zombie. And then he spills all the... Well, he gets into the potion and spills it all over the graveyard. Which, by the way, they were doing this entire science experiment in the graveyard. Um, <laughs> Tom, your opinion as a scientist... Is a graveyard a great place to do science? Well, Keith, 
all the world is a laboratory to a scientist. So... Okay, great, thanks. Um, <laughs> no, but like, if you're if you're okay, in, if Keith, you're creating if... a serum to bring things back to life, maybe develop it at home or in a lab, you know, and then like test it on something. Don't develop it in well, the graveyard. What are you going to test it on at home, Keith? How many dead bodies do you keep in your basement to test? rejuvenation serum on keith have you ever seen back to the future <laughs> yeah. you got to do experiments in the field yep that's true that yep. is true okay it, that right. that is actually required viewing for most uh national laboratories uh, for, point. for uh you know the required uh you know uh, requirements I hey. can't think of the word. <laughs> is that, hold on, out. are you making that up, or is that a real thing? <laughs> like, do um, they, do, like, do they ask you, like, have you seen Back to the Future? And you could just be like, yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, well, I'm not actually allowed to th talk about that. You know, it's, it's, oh, it's top violation secret. of, uh, yeah. Oh, From the science cult. Yeah, actually, hey. I shouldn't talk about getting secret top secret clearance. Never mind. Hey, so, so, <laughs> unfortunately, um, there's a stuffed animal in the bonus room with me that my daughter apparently desperately needs. So I'll be back in a minute because I have to go okay. deliver it to her. All right, we'll keep going. Um, go. Tom, what, what is your... Well, I guess I know your experience with Adventure Time. You had not even seen it at all never, right yeah never seen an episode till today so i actually came at this show from a kind of weird angle because i'd played the the video games for adventure time before ever really seeing the show hmm. um so on the 3ds and some other systems but i played it on the 3ds the first mm -hmm. one they came out with was and the naming structure is kind of funny just because everything with Adventure Time is just kind of weird. So the first <laughs> game was uh, Adventure, Ta Adventure Time, Hey Ice King, Stop Stealing Our Trash or something like that. Stop Stealing Our Garbage. I and like that title. what it was is a, uh, a side-scrolling platformer in the vein of Zelda 2. Like, that's literally what they were going for. Like, they were trying to mimic Zelda 2. Wow. And then with the next game, uh, trying to figure out what the name was. Oh, Explore the Dungeon Because I Don't Know. <laughs> I that like one that was name a dungeon too. crawler. And then the next game after that, Secret of the Nameless Kingdom, was basically Zelda uh, A Link to the Past. Cool. Like, they just kept kind of, like, picking games that were, like, really popular and modeling the gameplay after. And it there, really works for the series. There's, oh, a, wow. there's a lot of knockoff Zelda games. My brother-in-law comes over to my house, like, once a week and, like, hangs out with my daughter. And then when she goes to bed, like, 
he usually just plays video games afterwards. And like he finds all these video games on the Switch that are literally just like ripoffs of old school video games. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so we were talking about the Adventure Time games, which uh, pretty much do that same thing Mm, for a couple of them. And the first one's actually really good. I I actually beat that game, and I would highly recommend it. I'm actually kind of kicking myself because I realized that I actually don't have any of them still in my collection for some reason. Oh. Hmm. But I guess at some point I was running out of space, and I decided to get rid of them. But I'm going to have to Hmm. look those up on eBay. I feel like that's constantly, it's probably like a constant problem for you, running out of space. Uh, yeah, well, it's also like a constant, like, do, are are we moving, are we getting a bigger place kind of thing? Like, that is something that was always an issue, Mm -hmm. but now that we're pretty much settled and we're staying here, where we're at in the home we're in, it's like... I'm kind of like coming to terms with this is the amount of space that I'm going to have mm. unless I spend considerable amount of money to have more space. You mean like putting an addition on? Yeah, well because the the yard is very large. We could actually in our side yard we can fit another house. Really? Wow. It's cuz like, it's, it's zoning deceptive. zoning wise it would be a fucking nightmare. But, yeah, like I haven't walked around your property, but it's deceptive to be able to tell like how much space there is. So I didn't realize that like you actually had space to like put another building. Yeah, like there's in. there's a full backyard and there's a side yard that is about the same size as the plot of land my mom's house is on. Wow. And so, there's already a driveway over there too, so it, it wouldn't be a big thing, but. I wouldn't wow. look forward to doing that because that's a lot of fucking work. Um, yeah. yeah, well, a lot of money too. Let's. Yeah, I mean, you'd, I have, you'd, have. You'd, you'd have to be doing pretty good to just be like, let's double down on this. <laughs> Need those AMC stocks to blow up all hey. two of them that I have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to the moon, man! To the moon. Well, I would need the moon to be about a million per share. So. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's see where it goes. Hundred thousand per share, you'd be fine. One of them, one of mm, them pays the yeah. taxes for the other one, and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With lumber prices nowadays, you could build a shed for a hundred thousand dollars, and you'd be great. So. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> let's get back to this episode. So. <laughs> basically. Um, Mr. Cream Puff, uh, after he spills all of the serum all over the graveyard, all of the buried candy people, um, as they call them, come back to life uh, as candy people zombies. And they are, unlike regular zombies, craving brains. They are craving sugar because they're made mm-hmm. out of candy, mm-hmm. yeah. which is yeah. great because one of yep. them has the amazing line... Of grabbing onto Princess Bubblegum and just going, give me some sugar, baby. As he's trying to eat her ass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and I was like. As you do. Holy yep. shit. <laughs> I, I know that they didn't get Bruce Campbell to voice that particular character in this episode, but they fucking should have. They should have mm. paid Bruce Campbell for that one line. Thing is, in, in the future, they have a lot of, like, guest 
uh, voice actors that, like, if this was something that happened, like, in season, like, three or four, they probably could have pulled that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This show got super popular. But, like, yeah. yeah episode one. Not I for guess. the pilot episode. Well, yeah. not for episode one. Yeah. You don't have yeah. the you don't have the, the budget for that. But, like, the fact that, I don't know, the first time I heard Give Me Some Sugar Baby in anything, and I understand that it's been used before mm -hmm. in probably multiple things but the first time i ever heard it was out of bruce campbell's mouth and mm -hmm. he said it the best way that anybody's ever going to say it let's just that's true give credit where credit's due so yeah. <laughs> princess and finn they run back to the castle of the candy kingdom and um because they're like, oh, the prince is like, oh, like all these, all these zombie candy people are just going to want sugar. And we literally have a candy kingdom. So they're definitely headed there. Let's run back yep. to the castle. <laughs> and they get back to the castle. And instead of like telling anybody up along the way, they just get all the way back to the castle, all the way to the top of the tower, ring the bell at the top of the castle. And then apparently... Everybody can hear them just by shouting from the top of the tower that, like, everybody needs to go to the castle. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Checks out. How do you run your kingdom, Keith? Yeah. I, I mean, I would I would get into the town and just be like, you got to get to the castle, tell your neighbor, and, like... Hold on, that's that's what the town crier does. That's not what the princess does. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Well, but she had Finn with him. Finn could have been doing that while she ran to the tower. They just both ran to the tower. Like they didn't, they didn't, you know, divide and conquer. Hmm. Well, Keith, royal well, etiquette dictates that she go to a tower to proclaim what's happening, and yeah. I assume Finn is part of her uh, retinue of, uh, you know, close followers who helped the princess. So, by his job duties alone he has to follow the princess to fin help her oh, finish gotta her have... jobs yeah princess has to have some adventurers around her exactly a posse of sorts yeah so all i know is clearly keith just outed himself he's not a ruler because if he was like Corey and i he would have understood you shout from a tower when you're a ruler mm -hmm. yep yeah you know what the problem is um, what peasant? I don't have a tower. <laughs> I need I need a tower. That's I feel like if I had a tower, I'd be like, oh wait, why am I shouting way down here? Let me get the fuck up there. This this is so much. Oh, the view, the view is amazing. Oh promise, my gosh! You have to promise me next time we're at your house, you're just standing on your roof when we get there. Yeah, shouting oh, yeah. down to yeah, us. I know. I can literally, I can climb out onto the roof from the uh, the the room above my garage, mm -hmm. and then when you guys show up, I'll just be like, "Fuck you, go home." <laughs> and we'd have to because you're Jake, shouting it from the and then rooftop. I, and then I'd be like, "JK, come inside. There's chicken sandwiches." <laughs> you are a kind and just That's... ruler. No, I'm a kind and fickle ruler. <laughs> so the princess basically all the candy people they all crowd inside the castle and 
Finn is like, and yeah, me too. I was like, oh shit, like, she, yeah, she's going to tell all mm. these people like these zombies are coming. And she's like, so I gathered you all here to have a giant slumber party. <laughs> and yeah, Finn, Finn uh, totally caught him by surprise because he just assumed she was going to, you know, tell the truth, let everybody know what's really going on. But yeah. that's also because he doesn't know. What mm. happens to the candy people when they get worried or excited or oh yeah scared, which, I guess? Which we mm. see with, they cut to, like, basically, Princess Bubblegum explains it to them. The candy people, as we see with Starchy, the gravedigger, which is, I as a candy person, being a gravedigger, that is, I don't know. I'm at odds with that. It's a little morbid. Yeah. So um, well, I mean, it's a it's a candy kingdom. So who else is gonna do it? You gotta have all the jobs, and I guess Starchy, by his name, he's not very sweet, right? He's mm. a, he's got he's got carbohydrates. He's starchy, but he's not in the candy kingdom. He is a starch. Is the lowest <laughs> of the sugary spectrum, right? Mm. So he's can like you, made out of name... potato. Can you name some starchy candies? Because I can't think of starchy candies off the top of my head. Oh, circus peanuts. Oh. Yep. Okay. The worst. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now I get it. He is the worst. <laughs> he's the worst. So that's why he's got the shit job of digging the graves for the other dead candy. Um, yeah, he deserves it. Oh, hold on. My daughter has entered the room. Maya. <laughs> It's little Mayo Barnatsky. You need to go back to bed. He's in your bed. I give him back to you. Because that's what gives it sound. You need to go back to your room, please. Okay. <laughs> Can you go back to the room and shut the door for me? Maya. That's fine, but you need to stay in your room, okay? So bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. I wonder how that's. I wonder how that's gonna pick up. Because I heard that perfectly, I just don't know if it recorded perfectly. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, can't I, tell hope, you. I hope the goodbye recorded perfectly, because that, that should be part of our outro. <laughs> right after we say goodbye, all of us. You just play Maya going, goodbye. <laughs> so, shit, I forgot, I forgot where I was at. Hey listeners, if you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could give us a good rating on iTunes or wherever you rate your podcast. Also, tell your friends to listen. If you don't have friends, tell your dog. If you don't have a dog, tell your cat. If you don't have a cat, tell your fish. If you don't have a fish, tweet it on Twitter and get friends on Twitter. Tell everybody on Twitter. Scream it on Instagram. Scream it out your window. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, uh, no. it, it was okay, right when she told the right. sis and the comforts. Yeah. No, so oh, yeah, starchy, 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 so, starchy, circus peanuts. Starchy, starchy, basically a, a fucking circus peanut can it? Yeah, well, he's not in the shape of a circus peanut, but he probably tastes like a circus peanut. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
he's 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 in the graveyard and he's like well she the princess told me to get like my biggest shovel or some bullshit like it's like she definitely didn't give you those instructions you're just trying to be a helpful circus peanut and he's like let me just stand here and just put my back to all the graves and then let my guard down (laughs) like he literally sets himself up and a zombie appears a zombie candy person appears and he freaks out and he basically just explodes yeah and um so then they cut back to the princess and finn and she's like and that's what happens to to candy people when they get like too stressed out or scared or whatever so finn then understands why she basically lied and was like we're just gonna have a big old slumber party (laughs) um and then the princess is like, okay, Finn, you're in charge. Distract everyone. I'm going to go fix the potion so that way we can just, like, turn all those zombies not into zombies. And you're not allowed to tell anybody. So, yeah, and that's a royal promise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's he, a big part of it. Huge part Very of it. Important. Roy, yes. Royal, royal promise. Royal. Which, um... I don't know any royalty, so I don't. I can't. Of course, make you one don't, you peasant. I know, because I don't so, have a fucking tower. So, I think it's around this part of the episode that we're introduced to Jake for the first time, right? Yes. Yeah. And and based on this episode, you wouldn't know it, but Jake is basically the second most important character in the show. True. Mm. You do not get the, that from this. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that was a little confusing for you, me who had never seen it, you but get just it, knew the two characters. Well, you get it from the mm. intro, because the intro, the intro, like, music and whatnot ends with, like, yeah. basically introducing Jake as the dog and Finn as the human. So you're like, oh, those are the two main characters, but then this is the first time you see Jake, and he just interacts with Finn kind of like every other character. Yeah, like it's it's. Mm. I'm trying to remember, but I don't even remember him displaying any specific like abilities in this, right? No, not at all. Because he's not just a dog; he he can shape shift. Whoa! Spoiler really cool. alert! God damn. Well, I mean, <laughs> I actually didn't. It's a know show that. that's been out like a decade. Well, I was actually going to ask you if you had known like no. what he what he was able to do because I thought it was interesting. He's a he's a bulldog that can shapeshift into basically anything. Like, he, if he needs to be, uh, like, a vehicle of some sort, he can do that. If he needs to be some sort of weapon for Finn to wield, he can do that. Oh, so and like my bulldog. They just, well, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. It's just like, if you had watched the show back in the day, you might actually have a bulldog named Jake. Well... Tom, like your bulldog, except instead of shape shifting, your bulldog can just fart, fart, fart like all yeah. the time. Yeah, he's been cutting some real nasty ones while we've been doing this podcast. I, it, it's getting brutal. But Tom, you've you you had you had a bulldog, you had Archie for years, mm-hmm. and he had nasty rank farts, and then you had Barristan, and mm-hmm. he also because of the just you know hereditary problem of having a smushed face and gulping down air just he has really rank farts i mean tom at this point 
I'm pretty sure you can walk through a street that is tear gassed and just be like, yeah, it smells bad here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's your only reaction. Like, I, <laughs> do you understand? I've endured over a decade of dog farts. Your tear gas means nothing to me. Oh, Keith, not just any old dog fart, but bulldog farts. There you go. Mm. Or you're like Bane. Where like you go in with with a with a cloth mask and you go, I was I was born into this. I can't do voices. That, that's your your bane. No, I, I was gonna say you're not even really trying. Holy no, cow, that is that's, just okay. You do it then. You do oh, it. Oh yes, I was born into it. That that's yeah, much that's, better. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So we should probably continue this episode. There's a lot to get mm -hmm. through in this twelve minutes. Are we're you we're sure? probably. <laughs> No, Tom, yeah, we're, it's we're over. For time it's over, here. Tom. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> you know what? It's funny when people ask for a Bane impression. I always want to like juke them and give them a uh, uh, what was it? Batman for not forever. Batman and Robin Bane impression, where it's just <laughs> <"Rawr!"> <laughs> <laughs> and most people would just be like, "I have no idea what the hell he's trying to What's do the there." Bane. You need a band that has a higher voice than you'd want it to be, and with a slight accent. I don't know. It's it was a weird choice, but honestly, it was a great choice. It was meme worthy, so it gave it a, a lot a of publicity. Choice. I'm pretty sure they ended up with that voice just because the apparatus he has on his face the entire time didn't allow uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom Hardy, Hardy to actually Cause, be like. Because so. So it was loud just, enough to hear. So so they just basically voiced it over somebody else and they were just like, I have asthma. <laughs> oh, there goes our asthma fans. Oh no. Yeah, what Shit. the fuck, Keith? Fuck Corey That's can't, me. Corey can't be a fan of our own podcast. Yep. Oh, Way to go, Keith. Damn it. I'm gonna go put thumbs down on all of our videos oh, that I don't see yet. I don't know. I should have I should have said C O P D. Oh. But that's, I mean, that's that's even, I don't know, worse? I, I'm confused. I don't know. So what happened in the show? <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Keith, put the fucking shovel down. And yeah, yeah. I'm starchy. <laughs> We're gonna Did you not realize that I'm, I'm starchy in real life? I literally... I, You're I, a circus penis. I have, no, I have a problem with carbs. <laughs> I'm starchy. Mm. Um, yeah, and every time you're just like, oh, let me turn my back and let my guard down, and then Tom's that zombie that comes around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he gets so scared he explodes. Well, no, let's be honest. You and Tom oh. are both the zombies, because you, you trap me <laughs> into just, you know, <laughs> making, making a mess of myself. Making a fool of myself. Not, not a mess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you're have to get him a change, way. change of underwear afterwards. Change, change my diaper. Well, I mean, so. he exploded, so. <laughs> Di explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Finn. I was thinking the other side, but whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not both? So, uh -huh. <laughs> the princess puts Finn in charge. Well, she's gonna fix that serum. So Finn gets the candy people to play. Truth or dare? Um, 
so this is where you're just like yeah like all the other stuff plus this like definitely not like a six-year-old kid show like this is middle school high school kid show um but um jake the dog basically can tell that finn's up to something so he keeps like peppering him with questions and finn's trying to avoid it and um they're playing truth or dare and someone dares the giant buff cupcake to take his wrapper off and he does and they're all surprised that he, underneath he is a chocolate cupcake chocolate yeah that is a uh... hot <laughs> there you go tom said it because <laughs> they were all expecting a vanilla cupcake and everybody's like yeah vanilla cupcake's good chocolate cupcake's better mm-hmm. um so jake dares finn to tell him what finn and the princess were talking about before jake you know happened upon them and jake's like oh i'll tell you i really want to play a game of dodge socks and he throws a sock at him but the sock was not finn's the sock was from mr cream puff and Jake, being a dog, can smell the sock and this, recognizes Mr. Cream Puff's scent. This um, kind of confused me. So Jake took his socks? I'm not Jake. Uh, Finn took Mr. Cream Puff's socks before they left the cemetery? Um, you know, are you really going to yuck somebody's yum, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> you're really just going to... You're going to judge Finn for wanting some socks off a dead person from a dead mr <laughs> cream puff yeah uh, i mean it, well, i'm not i'm keep, not judging keep, you i'm certain, i'm just socks are considered undergarments right or underwear technically mm-hmm. right you wear socks always, underneath your your show your shoes so you don't always wear shoes so Finn's an underwear pervert is what you're getting at? That's what I'm getting at. Because, like, I, I mean, I consider socks in a similar category with underwear and uh, bras. Oh, well, he's so... a foot guy. He's definitely a exactly, foot guy. Exactly, see? No, so I agree there with that. Is, Tom, yeah. Tom confirmed foot guy with that statement, actually. Yeah. No, I, de- I, definitely, I definitely agree with I your I don't like assessment. feet, though. Yeah, they're uh, stinky. Well, I, I just consider you know socks to be underwear because you wear them underneath your shoes i Feet mean in general well, so they're not, they're not covering up private parts but at the same time because there's uh... so Keith, I, I don't hold want on people to hold see on my so feet. so people that are into feet like seeing feet in socks is like that's their thing they're, they'd be like super into that no, I think I they know. want to see the actual feet, probably, right? Like well, no, it's... no. Well, I mean, they probably like that, too. But that's, like, the equivalent of them seeing somebody in their underwear. Well, maybe they like the to see people yeah. peel the sock off. So, so, you're, so you're into that yeah. until you're, like, you know, 12 and you discover the internet. And then you need to, like, put those lingerie catalogs down and just be like, oh, I can see the thing underneath the underwear. Like, that's... Don't judge by upbringing, Keith. No, <laughs> no, that's the problem. Is we're all guys in our thirties, so like that, that was our upbringing. It was like, oh, the closest thing I can get to porn is a lingerie catalog. And then when we were in like middle school, we were like, oh, I have access to a computer, and the internet is full of porn. 
And then it was and like... And that computer died from viruses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's how you learned what computer viruses were. Yeah. So... Hear that, Keith's parents? But at the same time... That's like, how your computer broke I don't know, so many this, times. Doreen? <laughs> I yes, would imagine... Doreen and are David, you listening? did you hear that? I would imagine the same people that were into feet did not have the same progression, though, where they were just like, oh, man, I've been looking at all of these socked feet, and now I broke my computer looking at bare feet. So the people that are into feet, like, if they were our age... That must have been crazy for them. Because before the internet, like, did they think they were the only one? Probably. That was in defeat? Hmm. I feel like, um, maybe the internet accelerated that movement. Hmm. Like, no, I don't, I don't ever want to, you know, throw salt in anybody's game or kink shame, but it's just no, like, that's like I, one of those fetishes that like, I just, on a fundamental level, I don't understand. Oh no, absolutely. And I'm thinking, what, what I'm thinking is that there was plenty of people into it, but there's some people that were into it that like decided that they, they were not into it because it was not mainstream. And then, hmm. The internet was like, oh, no, foot fetish is a thing. And they were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, validation, finally. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm sure there were some people that never even thought about it that was like, oh, foot fetish is a thing? And then, like, watched some stuff and were like, oh, yeah, that's my thing. I found it. I found my thing. You know, like, you never know what you're into until you watch well, cause, apparently everything. Because, like, think about it. Like, <laughs> back in the day, like, nowadays, it's just like, oh, a woman meets a guy and she finds out he's in defeat and it's just like, all right, well, you know, I'm either okay with this or I'm not. But back then they probably like, that was like the first time they ever had heard of it. Mm. And they were just mm. like, you want to do what with my feet? <laughs> huh? Like I have these other parts. Yeah. But yeah. just the feet. I don't have... All the, right, then. I don't have the female I perspective. Know. I would just imagine that if a guy was like... It, if... if uh, it's, it, like, it's not fair for me to put myself in this position, but I'm going to do it anyway because, you know, comedy... <laughs> comedy... Comic comedy. purposes. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> one, of those, <laughs> one of those funny words. Um, but if I was a girl... In this, obviously, in a heterosexual relationship, and the guy was just like, if we were both naked in bed, and he was just like, I want to suck your toes, I'd be like, what? No, please don't. I take, my, my feet are very ticklish. Don't, like... I'll put myself also probably I'll put, I'll, dirty. I'll put myself in yeah. my own shoes. I don't even know why I had to do that. I'll put myself in my own shoes, goddammit. Me as a guy, if I was with a girl, and... She was just like, I, I just want to really suck your toes. I'd be like, please don't. Do women do women have foot fetishes? I was just gonna ask that, well, and then I thought, it's, they... got, it's got to be a thing. I that's... mean, there's got to be one woman of the three assume... plus billion on the planet. I assume yeah. so, but at the same mm. time, like that's why I feel like my 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 prejudice in that situation immediately went to me having to be the girl because a guy had that fetish, where because. I don't know. That's the assumption, I guess. But maybe some. I I would assume there's some girls that are into feet. 
Well, ladies, I'm not a bigot like Keith, so if you ever ask to suck my toes, I would first say, let me wash them, and then just try not to tickle me, but I'm not going to enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? So, well, hold on. So, has it happened before? Because how would you know you wouldn't enjoy it? No, so listen to this. Tom will literally let anyone suck his toes, (laughs) as long as he washes them beforehand and you promise to not tickle him. Yeah, the the point of that was. I mean, that's the... a verbal contract. Yeah. <laughs> ah, damn. And I'm not. I'm not editing it out. <laughs> I... Corey doesn't edit anything. <laughs> I know. Your threats are meaningless these days, Corey. You're just gonna let it all stay well, in. I'm gonna edit. Way. I'm gonna edit more. And what's your email address? Now? <laughs> go. Let's just dox him. It's like, here's your contact information. Uh, yeah. So, let's shift, get back to the episode here. So, I've had do- a dog lick my feet before, and it dried. <laughs> you know, like, just laying in bed, and the dog hopped up, and all of a sudden he's laying next to me, and he just started licking my feet. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And he just, I'm like, I don't like that. So. I'm, gl- I'm glad well, I went you, that direction. Did you ask him? Did you ask him not to tickle? Yes. Hey, you can lick my feet. <laughs> don't fucking tickle about it. Like, uh, yep. Firm tongue strokes only. <laughs> Make it hurt. <laughs> that's a whole different. That's a whole. Different... <laughs> Cradle the heel. God damn it. Like. Suck my toes, but it better hurt. (laughs) I want to hear them popping. I'm going to fucking barf. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. But, Corey, you're alienating our whole audience that loves biting toes? I don't know. When you you said, I want it to hurt, all I could think (laughs) is someone sucking so fucking hard that they're like, cleaning the bottom of your toes. <laughs> your toes no, your toes are turning black and blue because they are like... It's, I, they're basically I, giving oh. you a pedicure with your oh. mouth. They're, yeah. Oh. Uh, nobody's, oh. No, by the way, nobody's going to listen to the rest of this episode. Everybody has turned no. it off. We've lost all of our listeners. Um, Everybody noped out of here. Yeah. yeah. They were like, as soon uh. as you were like, oh, we are just... Uh, Oh, man. Oh, like, Keith, why'd you have to bring up your foot fetish? I d- no, Tom, this was you. This was you, goddammit. I didn't bring up the foot <laughs> fetishes, though. It wasn't me. If you go back, I didn't do it. Everybody I just bring it up. Rewind, rewind, everyone. You know, our listeners no, can, don't... you know what? And then find our Facebook page and tell us who's the dirtiest motherfucker on this podcast. And I'm pretty sure it's Tom. So... <laughs> Let's go back to the episode. You're the one that wants them to suck your toes till it hurts. No. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't, I I can't even that. get these words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just so weird. Uh, so. so well, the get the j- foot out of there first, Tom. 
We're getting back to this goddamn episode. This is a 12-minute episode. We're only halfway through it. I told you. I told you this 12-minute episode had 22 minutes of content. Oh, I got tears in the corner of my eyes. Uh, Wipe away with your dirty fucking feet, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, I think I just set off my car alarm. (laughs) How did I do that? Oh my god, I had to mute it for a second. Oh. <laughs> nope, never mind, never mind, it's my neighbor. It's my neighbor. Never mind, my car is getting stolen. <laughs> yeah, or that, or that. Um, yeah. uh. Oh man, think of how many times someone... How many times someone's car alarm starts going off, and they probably don't even check just because they're just like, "Oh, I gotta stop that," and it's just like they even look out the door, yeah. and it's just like, "Oh, the 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 robbers just like, oh, thanks for turning off the alarm." <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so let's get back to the episode. So Finn's in control. They're playing truth or dare. The chocolate cupcake took off his wrapper. They didn't know he was chocolate. They know it now. Um, Jake dares Finn to tell him what the princess, what him and the princess, to basically tell everybody what him and the princess were talking about. And Jake describes, distracts him with a game of dodge socks, which is apparently where you just throw socks at each other and try to dodge them. But um, the sock he threw was apparently owned by Mr. Cream Puff. Uh, who was dead? They revived him in that first part of the experiment, and Jake. Oh my God! Up. That's how we got on the foot fetish thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, there was a huge tangent. So Jake smells it. He's like, "Wait, this smells like Mr. Creepuff, but he's he's dead. Where'd you get this from?" And um, he gets really just fucking sp- suspicious, and then uh, Finn's distracting shit and the zombies little finn actually looks out the window the zombies are basically like right up upon the castle at this point um he closes like one of the windows because the zombies are basically there and then goes to the front door and the zombies are like banging on the door so he grabs like a a boom box for for you for you listeners that are not in our our uh, age band. A, bo- a, a boombox is a uh, big old clunky speaker that you could power with a bunch of D-cell batteries and then put cassette tapes in or possibly uh, CDs if you have one of the um, upgraded versions and play things very loudly for a very short period of time. Or if you're being funny... Usually right next to your ear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold it up right on your shoulder, right next to your head, and walk around with it to tell everybody what music you listen to. Mm Mm-hmm. So, they, uh, Finn Finn basically drowns out all the noise um, using that boombox, which 
by all means, D-cell batteries, that loud, that thing's lasting 10 minutes at most. Um, <laughs> he then realizes that there's a zombie in the back of the room that like opens the back door and he basically sprints to the back door, slams it shut, throws a bench against it and starts hammering it into the door with, from my recollection, with no nails. So yeah, yeah, that was kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're just hammering the bench against the door. Like it's going to, she's going to stick. Um, and everybody in the room thinking this is a slumber party. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, we are playing, um, blockado blockado where we just, we, we shut all the doors and the windows and we blockade them. And everybody's like, right on that's what we're doing and they just mm -hmm. start doing that for <laughs> literally 15 seconds um so i don't think they really made much progress to be honest um and then <laughs> he tells everyone that they're going to basically smash pinatas except for the pinata candy person candy animal candy person he's like no you're safe we're not gonna smash you you're made of candy but i'm gonna get a bunch of other candy pinatas that are not sentient candy people and we're gonna smash them so everybody blindfold yourselves because he's like these zombies are about to smash straight into this building and he wants a bunch of blind candy people warriors just swinging bats around so they blindfold everybody the zombies come in everybody just swings bats wildly and they very effectively decimate the zombie candy people population mm -hmm. and then not only that because they're expecting them to be pinatas they start eating the insides of the zombies uh, I had an issue with this just in general. If that was a regular pinata and they smash it open and a candy came out, I, I'm watching candy eating candy. It almost seems cannibalistic. <laughs> um, yes. And I don't know if there's a weird additional thing where they're eating the candy of a Zombie dead candy. candy. It's like... Yeah. It's not even, it's not even cannibalist. Like there's been like, like remote tribes in remote parts of the world that like are, you know, still cannibal tribes that will, you know, have a warning, uh, like the war against another tribe of people and they're both cannibals. And when they kill people, they will eat them as food. Mm -hmm. Um, there's that. And then there's. Oh, I'm just eating people. Like, that's... It's weird. It's weird in both fronts. I feel like the tribal thing, because they are tribes that are not part of, like, the educated world. Like, it's like, the, well, that's what you've always done. Whereas, like, these candy people, they have a kingdom. They have a kingdom with a ruler, like... Why are you not that you know what a ruler looks like? Because you know, no, they, they have Princess Bubblegum, and yeah. granted, she is definitely not a great ruler because she caused this no. entire problem. But 
this is like it's just weird um that they're just like oh yeah we'll break up with all these non-sentient pinatas apparently and they were just eating all their guts because it's mm-hmm. full of candy uh, it's awkward. Did any of the people take the blindfolds off afterwards? No. Uh, so what happened? So uh, yeah. Okay. So what happened is that uh, Jake comes into the room and he's not blindfolded. So, well, we skipped the whole part where uh, Finn sends Jake off with Lady Rainicorn to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. We skipped that. <laughs> yeah, it, that was right before the boombox. Right before, yeah. right before the boombox and the a zombie invasion. Yeah, so he basically thinks his seven minutes are done, and he comes out, and he sees what's going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jake, seeing what's going on, Finn just goes like, oh, sorry, like, um, now that all the zombies are dead, like, there was a bunch of candy zombies, like, whatever. And, boom. Everything freezes because Finn said he wouldn't tell anybody to Princess Bubblegum when they made that royal promise. He broke the royal promise. So basically time freezes and (laughs) the gumbo guardians show up. The gumbo guardians are basically giant gumbo machines with arms and legs and they reach in they capture uh finn and the princess and they basically say um you get a trial by fire which means you just die by fire that's <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and then they kind of protest and they're like well since the princess is friends with you we can ask you a mathematical equation, and if you get it right, then apparently you're just going f- scot-free. I don't know. Like, Yeah, it's nope. a weird uh, judgment system. <clears throat> it's very strange. So they ask him a, uh, a weird mathematical question, and actually they preface it with the princess, like, you're not, you're not good at math at all. And he's like, whatever. So... <laughs> They ask him a very intense mathematical question, and then before he answers, they're like, oh, wait, no, we have a different one. Yeah. And then they ask him, what is two plus two? (laughs) And he luckily gets it right. Yeah. Uh, One thing I had a question about, Tom, seeing as you do complex math, did you take a look at that first equation they gave him? Yeah, I stopped to look at and see what was going on. It was all, it seemed mostly nonsense. Like, it wasn't complete formulas. Uh, it was just, you know, like random symbols in different parts of the screen. I'm like, I looked at it, I'm like, okay, what the fuck are they? they I didn't see a clear question. I'm like, okay, what, what are they I was wondering if it, like, here? I was wondering if it came to, like, the same answer. No, four. <laughs> Not that <laughs> to I see get. if it was just like here's an easier way to ask it. Yeah, I, I I wish it was that clever, but unfortunately, I did stop and kind of look at it. I'm like, this there's there's not even a question here. I wanted to know what the hard question was, but yeah, no, mm. yeah. So 
at the end of that, he answers four, and then they're just, they basically just, like, self-destruct, practically, because he... he <laughs> they are appeased. Well, what's weird is that, like, these, like, the princess says that he's defeated the Gumbo Guardians. Like, he's... He's murdered them. He's killed them by yeah. answering correctly. Like that's yep. okay. So that's what adventurers do, Keith. Yeah, that's true. XP. I, he got a lot yeah. of experience from that. Like he is, he's level. This is episode one. He started off at level one. He's like level five. Um, well, mm-hmm. I remember that time being in first grade when a, a teacher asked me what's two plus two, and when I answered four, her head exploded. God damn. And that, yes. that must have been really traumatic. What, what kind of candy was she made kids. out of? I don't know, but it was Blood. delicious tasting. Blood candy. Uh. <laughs> Real squishy. Yeah. Uh. So, so then we cut back to the princess. She realizes apparently the number four triggered in her brain to the only thing that she was missing from her fucking serum that was raising zombies (laughs) she brings all the zombies back to life using her brand new serum that actually restores them to life instead of restoring them to zombies and then she basically turns to fen and she goes well i hope you grasp the consequence of breaking a promise and he goes hell yeah if I break a royal promise, I get to fight zombies, have a slumber party, <laughs> awake gumbo guardians, and then erase death itself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not fucking wrong. Right. So that's the episode. Whoa, whoa. Are you totally going to forget about Starchy? Oh, you want to go for it. Okay, the very, very last scene is, what was it, Finn picking up Starchy, or was it Starchy or Jake that picked him up? Sorry, Jake or Finn that picked up Starchy, but... I think it was Finn. They were just happy to see him, and they picked him up and started squeezing him, and he warned them not to squeeze him, and they did, and he farted. And then it cuts (laughs) to credits. Well, no, wasn't he, he he was trying to bite them like he was a zombie, and they're just like, yeah, oh, you're not a zombie. Um, like he was. Well, we don't we don't skip farts on this podcast. Keith. That's true. Yeah, That's Keith. True. Okay. I mean, if we're gonna spend a half an hour talking about foot fetishes, candy we damn people. well will spend five seconds to talk about a fart joke. Especially candy people farting, because that's yeah. got to smell great, wonderful every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was, and honestly, um, we like. That 12-minute episode, I just want to point out, took us probably about an hour to talk about. Or Well, we also hour. talked about 30 minutes of uh, foot fetish, but... Yeah. Um, well, one thing that was really interesting to me is I, I got, like, super excited when the episode ended, mostly because I was like, wow, that felt really, really short. Mm-hmm. And normally, like, when you're trying to take notes about a show, it feels like it kind of drags on forever. Absolutely. So I was just like, wow, that episode was amazing. That was a 22 minute. Uh, oh, 11 minutes? <laughs> oh, huh. 
And apparently all the episodes of the show are around 11, 12 minutes long. Yep. Wow. But the and thing they would is, just show like, two in a row. They hmm. move, like, so quickly. This is, this is a cartoon made for people who cannot pay attention to things. Like, they're just jumping from topic to topic, problem to problem, problem solution. Like, so... When I started watching it, like I knew, I knew it was a shorter time frame. But I started watching it, and I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be fine because this is a twelve-minute episode, but it has like a good twenty to thirty minutes of content in mm. it, just based on how quickly they actually jump from topics and resolve things and whatever." So yeah, they keep the plot going at a very good pace i mean it it it, uh and they keep you they and they keep your your attention the entire time at no point while we were watching it did i get bored or let my mind wander or kind of sigh like uh like yeah yeah no i the the whole time i was engaged yeah there's there's very i would say that there's very little especially in this first first episode which uh, granted they probably get to later but there's very little character development it's more so like we are throwing situations at you and we are then immediately solving those situations in the most ridiculous ways. And it's entertaining for that aspect. It's not Mm. entertaining for like the, Oh, well I care that this character has these flaws and these, and these Mm. strengths and they're evolving and whatever. No, it's like, and I think that they'll get there at some point with that, whereas, like, characters will evolve, but th- that's not what this show is about. It's about, like, here's a ridiculous circumstance in a ridiculous world, and here's the ridiculous things you need to do, mm-hmm. and watch it actually get solved. Like, I, 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 thought, I thought it was good. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a... A masterpiece of a show but for what it is and how it's structured like that does take a lot of skill oh i agree yeah, yeah definitely so uh how many zombie pinatas out of 10 would you give this episode keith um because i would actually watch more Um, I'm going to give it a seven. I feel like a seven is my, like my, I want to watch more of it. Your go-to answer. Yeah. Well, this, the seven to me, like anything below a seven. Oh, shit. No. Unfortunately. You can't make like declarative statements like anything below this. I wouldn't watch it. No, I can't. I can't. And honestly, you know, because of that, I'm going to rate it. I'm going to read to 6.5 because... Oh, wow. Because um, I feel like I'm going to watch way more of this show, but it's only going to be watched when... Like, I'm not watching it for the storyline. I'm watching it for, like, just the pure, like, episodical entertainment factor. Um episode by episode and 
I feel like because of that, I'm only going to watch it when I've been drinking and after my wife went to bed and I don't know what to watch and I'll put this on. And it's <laughs> it's totally solid. The thing is, is that when I'm not drinking and when my wife hasn't gone to bed, we're going to watch something different. And she has gone to bed and I didn't have any drinks. I'm going to watch something probably a little bit more thoughtful. <laughs> Like, I I like this show. I like it. I think it's brilliant for what it is. But at the same time, like, I would even, which, hint, hint, this is probably going to come up in the future, I would rather watch Rick and Morty than watch this. I was about to react very negatively to that comment, but I have to realize I've actually never seen any Rick and Morty. But oh. I'm like super high on adventure time. Uh I have only seen a few episodes, but just from what I've gathered, this show is right up my alley. Yeah. And I would give this first episode nine zombie pinatas out of ten. Damn, really? Wow. Because for for the fact that it's like about an eleven, twelve minute episode actually makes me want to watch more of it because the lack of time commitment. Yeah, you could just like you got to figure. It. Yeah, you could steamroll. Like I felt like that was a whole episode, like a whole TV episode worth of stuff that I watched in twelve minutes. Yep. Mm. And that was crazy to me, and it made me want to watch more. So I'm finally going to probably find this show to be something that I watch while I'm working. Um, probably get through it in like a week or two. I don't know how many episodes there are, but at 10 minute, 10, 12 minutes a piece, that's going to go pretty quick. Hmm. And like, I'm coming at this from really enjoying the first game. Uh, that's the only game I played and I'm probably looking to get and play all the other games in the series just because I really did enjoy it. Um, and watching the show is even going to make me want to play them even more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hmm. So, Tom, what about um, you? The rating scale, it was uh, candy zombie what? Zombie pinatas. Ah, thank you. I give this eight uh, zombie candy pinatas. Um, for most of the reasons Corey just stated, uh, that's why I'm giving it such a high mark. Uh I won't go as high as Corey simply because I, I actually do like my stories to have a little more character development. And I, I like to know now, granted, this is the first episode and everything. And yeah. I'm sure you, you learn more as you go. But um, like the, the fact that I, I had no idea just on the, based on this episode that the dog was the, the other main character, like, I would never have guessed it. It's just because of this one episode. I'm sure the next episode, if I watched it, probably give it like a nine. But uh, yeah, just, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, like, I know a decent amount about mm. the show just from the game and just from looking into things. So mm -hmm. if you're, are you actually going to watch more? Because I, I won't spoil it for you then. Uh, I would consider there's, it. There's a, but... I feel like there's a lot of character development in this show. Oh, okay. Well, well then that, that would totally higher my score. Like that's yeah. 
Like honestly, well, the thing is, you have to base it on the episode we watch. Like yes, we're not that's we're not judging the show; we're judging yeah. the episode. Right. I, I was gonna say, you know, like just from the the amount of puns they were using in the first couple minutes, like we didn't even talk about that. Where we're like chew on this or get a life. He's yep. Finn saying this to the zombie. Chew on this as he's like, you know, slamming him with a. a tombstone in the mouth and then get a life he's like you know killing a zombie that that shit made me laugh my ass off i'm like those are dad jokes those are corny puns and i will never not love those so um yeah that right away i knew i would like the show uh but to get back to what Corey was asking would i watch it if i didn't have so much stuff to do in my life at the moment I probably would watch a few more episodes and just see if I, I would continue watching. I probably would get hooked and just finish it up. But uh, unfortunately, not for I won't be that free for a few months at least. So I, I have to say I'm not going to be watching it anytime soon. But uh, still, good show. I give it a solid eight, uh, and I would recommend it. All right, so... Uh... Do you guys know what we will be watching sometime soon? Computer Warriors. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Wait, Keith, do you have any that... idea what Computer Warriors is? No. And I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I don't know because I feel like the title of that is aged. I, I want to say that you're pulling from something in the 80s or 90s and... Yeah, the so fact this that it's was... called computer waters. I feel like I should, I should know. No, you honestly you shouldn't know. Um, it's just because I did grow up uh, with a parent that worked in a toy store, so anything that came out, I was super aware of. Uh, so computer warriors was a toy line from Mattel. Mm-hmm that was supposed to have a tie-in animated series, but just like Pride of the X-Men, it never got past the pilot. Okay. So the pilot went into syndication, but they never went any further with it, which really sucks because, they, as we'll see next week, it really felt like they were building up to something that they just never had any resolution to. But it was a toy line that was basically... Uh, these little viruses and um, computer warriors that would take over, like, household objects, like a Pepsi can, um, and turn it into, like, a turret <laughs> and have, like, hmm. battles with it. It was really cool for a toy line. I, I had I a few love, of them. I love a good turret defense game. <laughs> or tower tower defense game. I I heard that as turd defense game, and turd, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. well, monkeys, yeah. you know, flanking turds. Yeah, yeah. Same same concept. Do they have a game yeah, like so that? Where I'm yeah. sure, Tom. The internet exists. Uh, therefore, anything you can think of exists. You just have to dig deep enough. I was gonna say, if they don't, we need to get on that. Get rich. <laughs> no, you won't get rich. You'll. Make a nominal amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we'll be watching next week. But 
we'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to three guys ramble about cartoons and foot fetishes. Uh, if you'd like to ramble about our ramblings and preferably not foot fetishes, you can join the Cartoon Commentary Podcast group on Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, corrections, you can reach out to us at the Cartoon Commentary Podcast. Uh, actually, Cartoon Commentary Podcast at gmail.com. And until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. Yeah, I guess I'm Keith. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Dick. <laughs>